0: Today's daf is daf Lamed Chesk, we're holding at the bottom of Lamed Zayin, Amad Beis. We had just brought down that there is a machlokis based on the interpretation of what uh, how to interpret it, whether it means everywhere you live means in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzla, or it means that when you conquered and settled the land. And the the one case we were discussing, Machlokas Tanaim is concerning the laws of Hadash. Do the, did the laws of Chadash only begin 14 years in once they conquered, and, and it applies everywhere. And that's not; it doesn't mean only after when they started 14 years later. And the other consequence of that machlokus would be whether Chadash is limited to only Eretz Yisrael, or this Yisr, this Chadash applies outside of Eretz Yisrael as well. So the Gemara has a fascinating question based on this. We're going to see that. B'nai Yisroel were encamped uh, and in Arvaz Moab uh, on, on the uh, non-Eret Yisroel side of the Jordan right? Eretz Yisrael was annexed, the lands of Sichon and Og was annexed to expand the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael, to allow for the two and a half tribes to encamp there, but the Eretz proper, Yisrael proper really is only once you cross over you into the land of the Yard and you cross over there, that's considered Eretz Yisrael proper. And, the, and it's we going to see, they crossed in, it was really close to Pesach. And from the Psukim it's that they only started using the, the, the grain that was grown there at the time from the second day of Pesach on. Now, why would that be? Why can't they start using the grain right away? So the one assumes the reason is, is because till the second day of Pesach, that might be Chadash. That took, could have been, that grain grew after last Pesach. And then it would be prohibited to be used. So is you wait till the... no, no, second day Pesach when we bring the Omer well, and when they, they bring the Omer. They, first they came. when they first came, they wait till the second day of Pesach, and then you have two choices. If you bring the Omer, then it becomes Muta right away on the second day. If you don't bring the Omer, you have to wait until the end of the second day. But they came in and they on the second day of Pesach is when they now started using the grain. Why? Because it was aser. Because it was Chadosh. Now that's difficult. According to the opinion that says that Chadosh only became aser, bechal mash vaseich. means only fourteen years in. Fourteen years in, they should have been able to use the grain right away. There was no problem. Right. Right. That's that's the Gemara's question. Right. Yeah. If that doesn't take effect until 14 years, they should have been able to use the ground. Right day. away. do they have to wait till the second day, right? So, uh, fascinating, just as a, a side point, I don't remember another Tosfos in Shas that he quotes a question from the Ibn Ezra. Tosfos over here says, Hikshah harav Avram Ibn Ezra. He brings down a question from the Ibn Ezra. There wasn't, there was, the rush move to Spain. So there was a, he brought the Spale Tosfos Torah, to Spain, to the Sephardim, because otherwise it would only been in France and, 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 and Germany and, 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 and w- in Western Europe, but uh, he, he left, he had to run away from Germany, and he ended up going to Spain, and that's what the bridge was. But it seems over here that the, the Ibn Ezra was also in Spain, and the Valetosfos Tosfos are quoting a question from him, so I think it's a fascinating thing. But anyway, let's take a look. So Simona says as follows. I can understand, according to your opinion, it says, that Moshev means wherever you live, and it has nothing, there's no restriction 14 years in, and only in Eretz Yisrael, it means wherever you live. So he says, uh, that's what it's meant in the Pesach, then, by they ate from the yield of the land, just after they crossed into Eretz Yisrael, the day after they brought the carbon Pesach, Right? Makes sense, right? That's the 16th, all right? That's when they were only allowed to eat because chadash is asr everywhere. Chadash is outside Israel, in et and there's no 14-year delay, right? So therefore, so the we Achol. That means they were only allowed to eat from the day after, but Miikara Loy, but they couldn't eat from the beginning. So obviously, what happened? Akrav Omer. They brought the Omer on the day sixteen. Therefore, they didn't have to wait until the end of the day of the sixteen. Once they brought the Omer on the day sixteen, so therefore, and where did they have the grain from? They cut from the grain of the land. They brought the Omer for Hadar Achol, and then they were able to eat all the grain of the land, because that grain now shifted from being chadash to, to being yashon. Makes sense. But if you learn that means that these are mitzvahs that they only became oser in Eretz Yisra and only oser 14 years after the conquest and settlement, so then why shouldn't they start eating the grain right away? There's no prohibition on the grain. So the one says a very interesting... What the one i going to say... Out, let me say it outside... Is that it's not that they weren't allowed. They did not need. They had... Even though we're going to see the eating of the man stopped earlier, but miraculously, usually, the man would uh, deteriorate and decompose that day. But since... Baruch knew that this was going to be the last time they got man. He let the man be preserved for their time until they got into Eretz Yisroel. So the reason they did not have to use the grain until the 16th it's not because they weren't allowed to, but rather, yeah. they didn't need to. You can eat man, why should I eat anything else? So, there was a like this. So, therefore, it wasn't necessary to rely on the yield of the land. The one is going to bring down what seems to be a contradiction in Posek and then explain it. Posek says, this is a Posek in, in Shmos, it says, the ate the Laman 40 years. Ad el Eret until their arrival in the land in which they would inhabit. Now, uh, now that's mashma that they ate man until they settled in Eretz Yisroel. That's what it's mashma. But the next half of the says ad el ketsay Eretz They ate the man until they got to the edge of Eretz Canaan. The edge of Eretz Canaan would be the yardain the Jordan. So that seems to be contradictory because the first half of the Pesach seems to imply to they the were land. able to eat it all the way in until they settled, until they got into the land and settled the land. The other part of the Pesach says, no, they stopped having them on at the border, at the boundary. So it says like this. So let's read it again. It says, Now, says the more like this. On one hand, you can't say they were able to eat it all the way in when they went into the land of Eretz Yisro. Because it seems the second half of the passage says that when did they stop them with the Mun? Until when they got to the boundary, that's the Yarden on the other hand to say that they were stopped at the boundary of Eretz Canaan that's also hard to say why because the first part of the Pesach says what? they were able to eat until they actually got into the land that they settled Right. so how do we reconcile the two? So HaKetar, HaKetar usually always means how do you reconcile this? So, what are you going to do? How are you going to reconcile this? I'll tell you how to reconcile it. What the Moan is going to say is like this, that Shiva Adar makes Moshe. Moshe died on the 7th of Adar. The one in Ta'ina says that each one of the miracles that happens, the Be'er, the covered, the, the Mon was in Schuss of one of the three Faithful shepherds, and each one died; it got bumped up to the next. So, therefore, by the time when Moshe, Miriam had died already, and Aaron had died already, by the time Moshe, the man was in the schuz of Moshe. So, when Moshe died, then what happened on the seventh of Adar? No more man; the man stopped. Right? So, Moses says, man Milered. Miraculously, they were able to live off the man. They were told, you're not getting any more man. Make sure you have a a, a month plus worth of provisions. They put it into their vessels, and they were able to live for the next four or five weeks. Off the man that they were able to hold into their vessels. Until the 16th of, of Nissan. That's the day after the Carbon uh, Pesach in Eretz roll. All right? So therefore, the Peshat, according to this, we're saying is the reason why they didn't require the yield of the land, they didn't use the yield of the land until the 16th, is why? Because the man subsisted the... They were subsisting on the, la- on the man that they had it. No. So therefore, that answers, that answers the question. That's the reconciliation. That Moshe died at the boundaries; he wasn't allowed into Eretz Yisrael. so he died in Arvas Moab. So, therefore, until the boundaries of Moab, they, uh, they had man. Means the man was coming down, but they actually ate the man the till they went into Eretz, into while they were still in that while they already entered into Eretz What day do they go in? We'll, we're going to go through all of the information. Tanya okay. Idach, the briser says as follows: So, one has a question like this: the 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 uh, the uh, uh, the the, the Pasuk says they ate man for forty years. Did they really eat for forty years? We know that the man only came down on the sixteenth of ER. right? One uh, one month in after they left Mitzrayim. Right, that's when they, they complained and they got the month, which means if that's so, then they didn't get the month for the full 40 years that they were in the desert, there was 40 years minus wow. a month. Wow. Right now, one answer you could say is Well, we just said they add. they had an they added, uh, right, but 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 the West Plastic is not talking about the 40 years. Including that one man. So, about the 40 years that they were in the desert. So it says the 40 years in the desert, they ate the month. They didn't eat the mud in the desert 40 years. It was 40 years minus one month. So, therefore, but we're going to see it. Also, miraculously, when they left Mitzrayim, they had baked cakes. And these cakes, Hashem gave it the taste of man. So for the first 30 days, they subsisted off the cakes that they brought from <laughs> Mitzrayim, which tasted like man. Which is therefore, to make the statement they ate man for 40 years, is not a false statement. And didn't they only have matzah when they came out of Mitzrayim? So okay, I don't know if these ogres are the matzah or not the matzah, but it says cakes, okay. all right? So when it says like this. So therefore, uh, El those cakes that they took out of Mitzrayim, they were able to taste in those cakes the taste of Mun. Okay, we have a third b'risa. Shiva makes Moshe. Moshe died on the seventh of Adar. These are famous, famous Midrashim, right? This is where they come from. Then seventh of Adar Moshe died, Shiva Nolad, and on the seventh he was born. Means it was 120 full years. From the day he was born to the day he died, 120 years, seventh of Adar, seventh of Adar. Now, how do we know what's the proof from the psukim that he died on the seventh of Adar? Pazi says Moshe died by Arvaz Moav, right? That was on the would be the east bank of yeah. the what the, the, east side. the eastern side, okay, in Arvas Moav. Thirty days they cried for him. Says in Sefer Yeshua. Right, right after Moshe passed, Ever Hashem, the servant of Hashem, because Moshe Avdi makes Hashem came to Yeshua and he said, Moshe, my servant has died. For avor, it's now your turn to take over and cross the people the Jordan, over the Jordan, take him into the land of Eretz Yisrael. avru bekeravam, and then the instruction is that, Ivru. Pass through the care of the midst of the machaner. But tzivos am and instruct the people. Lemor hechino lachem tzeda for various self provisions. Because in three days to avruos to avruos you're going to cross over the garden. So therefore we, we had thirty days of Moshe of crying for Moshe plus three days of preparation to cross over. That's thirty three. That's three thirty three days. The tzivos am in a garden. On the tenth of Nisan, answering your question, they crossed over the Yarden. Now, if the, the passage says they crossed over the 10th. And we know how many days was it from the death of Moshe? 33. 33. So do the math backwards. What does it take you to? 7th <laughs> of Adar. That's how we know Moshe passed away on the 7th of Adar. Say mehen shloshim shalosh yomim backwards. So now we've established when he died. Let's figure out how do we know when he was born. born. From where do we know that he's born on 7th? she says like this, This is Moshe's last will and testimony. He said to them, he says, He says, it's very, very, when you do the Rashi's and Chumash, you see how they tie in. ties right. Chumash ties in. Right. That's where it's coming from. He says, therefore, Lo ucha lot says, lovo. He says, I'm not able to go and come anymore. When the Rashi brings down, he's to see the chachma, the gates of chachu is sealed to him. Right? She ain't tamaglomare. What have to say, Hayom. He says, What do you mean, hayom? It's mashma. What? He mames <laughs> that day turned. One twenty Matama Yom Lamachborhu Yoj Malishna Sem Shotikim comes the teacher Khajbor who fills the years of the righteous from day to day, month to month. Shanemas, Miss Ba Yamaha Mechamol, like the passage says, Shem says, I will fill your days. You will have no waste of time from day from day to day, from month to month, and therefore he lived a complete hundred and twenty years. And okay, we know where he they established on the day that he died, then we can go back and establish also that is the day that he was. Born. Tiny we learned in our B'raisa. Rab Shemem and Yochai Omer. Okay, now we're circling back. Rab Shemem and Yochai says, Shalosh mitzvah 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 Yisroh b'ch'nishrosan la'aretz. There are three mitzvahs that although these mitzvahs were instructed only once they crossed into Eretz Yisroh, but nevertheless, nohagos goes b'en ba'aretz b'chutzah o'aretz. They are not limited to Eretz Yisroh. They apply both in Eretz Yisroh and in Chutz L'Oret. Now we're going to see one of them he holds is Chadash. Now, Rashi says, because he is of the opinion that when it says Bechol anywhere. it doesn't mean only once you've conquered and settled the land, it means that this is a prohibition that applies anywhere, that applies anywhere. And this, 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 is, this is, right. So it says, adin hagu. And he says, and logically, even by logic, it makes sense. It means through the, the tools of logic, it's going to come out that these three should not only be limited to Eretz Yisrael, but they should also apply to Chutz La'aretz as well. Now the linchpin of it is Chadash. All right. Now let's see. Ma'achadosh, we're going to learn this like Rashi. He tells us has some serious problems with Rashi. We'll point him out. But Rashi learns like this. Ma'achadosh, she'en iser, iser olam. First of all, Khadash is a lesser iser in that it's not permanently oser. There's a natural course for the iser of Khadash that the most it could be Asr is until what? Until the end of the day of the 16th. Even if you don't bring the omer, Automatically the automatically, when the stay of the sixteenth ends, it's now. The, the, now. So now, so, now, so it's not, it's not like b'sa that's aser forever. It there's a natural. Now it becomes yashon. Yes, it? that's exactly right. If, and, if you bring and right, that's right. The any surah is hano. and furthermore, you can feed chadash to your animals. It's just you yourself are not allowed to eat it. I mean, it's not aser b'hanah. It's only aser b'achila. The yesh Hetali surah and Rashi means and even though naturally it becomes permitted on the end of the sixteenth, you can actually bring it. You can you can expedite it, you can make it earlier. How can you make it earlier? If you bring the Omer, if you bring the Omer at the beginning of the 16th, so, so like then it becomes morning, mutter right away. So therefore, there's three leniencies involved. One, one is that there's a natural, uh, it it, automatic. automatically becomes het mutter. Show number you two, it's mutter bahano. And number three, you can actually expedite it, you can make it mutter even when it's usr. All right, Now, and, but, however, it has a severe stringency. What's the severe stringency? That it's Noah bein ba'aretz bein It's not only Asr in Eretz Yisrael, right? Even though it's an agricultural mitzvah, it's also Asur in chutzler So now, let's take the other two. Kilayim, all right? Kilayim, first of all, isur yisrael. Once it becomes oser, there's no natural course that allows it to become muslim. If you have, if you have grain that grows in a vineyard, also Aser forever The isur in Israel I no, And not only that Pentukdash We learn it means That you have to put it in fire You have to burn You are not You can't even feed it To your animals The Enhetor isur. And there's nothing you can do To make it better To actually uh, To to prevent to, to make it mutter So therefore It has The, the three leniencies That Khadash doesn't That Khadash that has Kilayim does not have and therefore, what? Kalvach Homer, what should be? That if Kaddash, if, if, if Kaddash is also outside of Eretz Yisroel, Kalim should also be Asr outside of Eretz Yisroel, even though it is, you could argue, it's an agricultural mitzvah, nevertheless, that was Kaddash. And therefore, from there, you should learn that Kaddash is outside, Kalim is, K'laim K'laim is oser, right, that's right. Now, so the Aino is not a Kalvachomer, Shinago, Bainba bein Bainba Chuds Arz. Vahua did, and the same Kalvachomer could be made with Orla, but only using two of the elements, two of the components, not three. Now, this is where it gets a little sticky. Which two of the three? Now, Orla is the first three years. It's also Bahanah. So that one it matches up. Rashi learns is the one that it, that, that, that it, does, it does have, is because Orla becomes Mutter year four. Year four. But you cannot do anything to make it speed it, up. speed it up. So it's got the fact you cannot speed it up. You cannot expedite it. And so Taizu says that's not true. Uh, Arla doesn't become Mutter year four. Whatever grows in year three is aser forever. What grows in year four is not the same stuff that grew in year three. That's a good que- That's a question That Tyson has to explain it differently. But therefore, but that you understand Tos' problem with Rashi. All right. Let's go on. So says is like this. So that is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Yochai. Rabbi Lozber Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon, I believe, was the son of Rabbi Shimon Yochai. Rabbi be Rabbi Shimon is the son. He disagrees with his father. What does he hold? That was Rabbi Shimon Yochai was in the cave. His son he was there with his son, Rabbi Luzer, Right? That's Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon. So therefore, what, what does he hold? Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon, Omer. He says, He says, that any mitzvah that applied to the Jews before they entered the land of Eretz Yisrael, which is like basa things that are not dependent on agriculture, obviously they could if they're not dependent, on, then it's a chavasaguf, right? It's on the person. So then, those are mitzvahs that can apply both in Eretz Yisrael and outside of Eretz Yisrael, right? But la'acha But if it's mitzvahs that they were only instructed once they entered into the land, which means you needed the land for the prohibition. So then, uh, then it would only apply in Eret Yisrael, right? Which means he's arguing with his father, about Chadash, for sure, right? Because Chadash is also, was only usher once they got into the land his father held, and that it was Oser even outside of Eretz Yisrael, because he held Bachal Masecha means wherever you live. He clearly holds, no, that since it only became usher once they entered Eretz Yisrael, it's only usher in Eretz Yisrael, it's not usher, but there are a couple of exceptions, even according to Rebbe Lozor and Rabbi Shimon. What are the exceptions? Chutz me Hashmatas Ksofim. Hashmatas Ksofim means that uh, when there's a Shemitah, what happens? So uh, the, the 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 loans, loans are discount are, are are wiped out, right? Now there he says that applies both in Eretz role and outside of Eretz Now the one is going to ask. That's not a that's not a law that's dependent on agriculture. Why, what's the Chiddush of saying that? All things that are only when they go into Eretz Yisrael, then Shemitah, then, 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 then and, and, and except for Shemitah, the Shemitah of the money, of the loans, that applies both in Eretz Yisrael and outside Eretz Yisrael. When going to not be Chiddush, it's a will keep going. And the, and the next one is, Shiluch avodim, because even though these laws only started once they entered into Eretz Yisroel. Nevertheless, once they started in Eretz Yisroel, they apply also in Chutz Laaretz. So if you own an Ebed Ivri and the Yovel comes, even outside of Eretz Yisroel, you have to let your Ebed Ivri go free. Right? So they have, and, and Ksavim also, if you have loans outside of Eretz Yisroel, that's why we write principles outside of Eretz Yisroel, that Shmita's Ksafim apply outside of Eretz Yisroel as well. Alright. So therefore, Shannis, the Achet Nisasam, uh the Arrets, Nohega's Bainbaar's bechutz the aretz Now, so now the guard is going to attack each one of these things. So basically, let's go now. We're talking about Rabbi Bashman. Rabullah Bashima disagrees with his father. He holds that if it's a mitzvah that only started when they entered Edgesol, which means it's somehow tied to the land. And if it's tied to the land, it only applies He gives two exceptions. What are two exceptions? The first one was that Shmitta wipes out loans. Now, Shemitah wipes out loans, that does not seem to be an agricultural mitzvah. So why is that a big chedesh, that that's an exception? That applies in Eretzorol and outside Eretzorol. That's what it wants to know. So why is like this? Chobaz, uh, uh, chobaz, chobaz means what? That it's not agricultural, but it's on the person, right? We need it for the sheet of Rebbe. We're going to see that Rebbe actually ties together the release of the lands. Remember, there's Ashmata's karka that you have, any land that you bought that's ancestral land has to be returned, right? Has to be returned. So, too, it ties it together to the, the laws of the Shemitah of money. Now, Ashmata's karka is Yovel. Yovel relinquishes the land. He ties it to Hashmatah's ksofim as well. And since the two are tied, we're going to see, therefore, you could argue that even Shemitah's Chesopim is tied to the land, because it's tied to the law of the release of the land, that it goes back at Yovel, And therefore, you could have argued, since it's tied to the law of release of the land, therefore, maybe it should only be applicable in Eretz Yisrael, that's the point that's going to make. Kamash Malan, the Lord of comes to teach me that, no, it applies both in Eretz Yisrael and outside of Eretz And we'll see how we get there. The sign we learned the rise of Omer. The Possex says like this. Now, this is a Possex that's referring to the Shemitah of Ksofen. That money is relinquished. That Shemitah wipes out the money. Zetvar HaShemitah. This is the matter of the Shemitah. Shmot, relinquish. Now, the Rebbe is bothered by, why is it use a double language of Shemitah? This is the matter of the relinquishment. Shmo, relinquish. So why is it mentioned two uh, uh, Shemitah, Shemitah? He says, Shemitah The poset's actually referring to two types of Shemitah. What are the two types of Shemitah? There's the Shemitah's Ksafim, that every seven years, loans are relinquished. And there's the Shemitah's karka that every oval, awesome. all ancestral lands, go back to the original owners, right? So, one is the relinquishment of the lands, and one is the relinquishment of the loans. Now, therefore, since they are tied together Rebbe learns, that when Shemitah is knowing, means when the Jews are living in Eretz Yisroel, and there is a Shemitah in Eretz Yisroel that causes the land. obviously relinquishing of ancestral land can only happen in Eretz Yisroel. Why could that only happen in Eretz Yisroel? Wow. That's the land. So, have, when the Jews are living there and there is a Hashemata's Karka and the land is being released by Yovel, Atam then there's also, Rebbe's Shita is, Chachom disagree with him, but Rebbe holds that the law of relinquishment of loans is tied to the laws of Shemitah Karka. If there's no Yovel going on in Israel because the Jews are not living there, then there's also no shmita on the debts. Right? So then, when there is no yovel going on and the lands are not being relinquished, so then, okay? Now, and where does he know that from? Because according to Rebbe, the positive, when it uses double language, shmot shmita, it's referring to two types of relinquishment. The Torah is juxtaposing the two to teach me that what? That one is dependent on the other. Shmita's ksafim is dependent. Now, the more I ask the question, well, if they juxtapose, juxtaposed, maybe you should take it a step further. Maybe you should say, where is, not just when, but where? Where do you say Shemitah's Ksophim? Where you say Shemitah's karka? And yeah, therefore, maybe Shemitah's Ksophim should only apply... Okay. How does the of know that it should apply outside of Israel as well? So it says like this, V'eim ha shata she'atah karka in the place where land is relinquished. Atah mesham et Ksophim, Karkah and where land is not relinquished, Yet, Then, then outside of Eretz Yisrael, there's no Shmita's karka. There's no Shmita's him as well. So, how do you know that you're comparing the two just for the zman? Maybe you should compare the two for the makom as well. Hashem. So, the posuk concludes because a Shmita has been called out to Hashem. And it's, so that's going on Shemitah's Ksafim. Shemitah has been called out to Hashem, that's called out everywhere. Called out. Since that applies everywhere, Bechom Okom, that means, obviously that's not going on the karka. that's going on the Ksafim. So Shemitah's Ksafim is dependent on the land, but only in a limited way. What does it mean it's dependent on the land? It means it's only when there's Shemitah's Karka, then there's Shemitah's Khzothim, but not where. It means if they're living in Eretz Israel and there's a Yovel going on, then according to Rebbe, Shemitah's Ksofim will also occur outside of Eretz Israel as well. The point is, since it is dependent somewhat on the land, you might have thought that maybe it only applies in Eretz Israel. That's what of Shimon tells you. No, that Shemitah's Ksofim is not only in Eretz Israel, but it applies outside of Yisrael. According to Rebbe, it's limited to when there's Yovel in Eretz Troll, but it doesn't mean that. But the point is, when there is Yovel in Eretz Troll, it will affect outside of Eretz Troll, and that's the rule of the Rishi. But it's not serves. dependent on the base of Eretz Well, again, it could be the Yovel requires. Uh, well, yeah, yeah not, not I'm talking about Shemitah. Uh, Shemitah doesn't need a base not, of Eretz No, You're in there, your, which is right. why we, today you've got farmers, etc. Right, right, right. But uh, right, it's a childhood today, today's only rabbinical. It might not be the rice today. Shemitah, you're Shemitah, yes. All right, let's go on. Shiloch Avodin. Again, the same question. What is the mitzvah shiluach of, God, of God, that every yovel, if you own an eved ivri, you have to live three? It means before the seven years, because before the six years, six years are up, you gotta let him go anyway. But let's say yovel hits year three. Gotta let him go. So according to Elozer of Shimon, he says that applies both in Eretz and outside of Eretz Roll. The like I wants to know again, what's the cheddar? It's not an agricultural mitzvah. With me? Well it says like this, that's in a, uh, it's on the person, incumbent on the person, not on the land. It says it like this. I would have thought to say, How since the Posak says, you will proclaim a freedom in the land. Where's that written? And you will proclaim a freedom in the land. Do you know what that's written in the United States? In the In Philadelphia, on the Liberty Bell, it says, And you will proclaim freedom in the land. That's what it's taken from this Pasuk, right? It's on the Liberty Bell, right? And you will proclaim freedom in the land. So therefore, since the release of the Avodim is referred to as You will proclaim freedom in the land, what might you think if you look at that Pasuk? That means it doesn't apply in Philadelphia. Baaret means... In the land in Eretz Yisroel, Simur more like this: "But Eretz in, but outside of Eretz Yisroel, lo, Talmud lo mer Yovel That's why the pasuk backs it up by saying it is Yovel. Now I know it's Yovel. What do you have to mention again? Because Yovel everywhere means everywhere you have avodim, you have to let them free. On the Yovel year. Yovel he me call came down with Loma Ba'aretz. why did you stress at the beginning of the post it Ba'aretz? If Yovel applies everywhere and Shaluch Avodim applies everywhere, so why does He say draw draw Ba'aretz? I'll tell you why. Because it only works when the Jews are living in Eretz Yisroel. When the Jews are living in Eretz Yisroel, there's Yovel in Eretz Yisroel, that's when you have to let your Avodim free uh, everywhere. But if there's no Yovel in Eretz Yisroel, you don't have then you don't. So, what do you see, though? There is a connection to the land even on Shiloh Chavadim. Therefore, Abelazar of Shimon feels that it's necessary to tell me what? That even though it's a connection to the land and it's tied to the land of Eretz relinquishing your slaves, nevertheless, also, it applies outside of Eretz as well. Right that's the point. So therefore no when the freedom mm-hmm. is 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 being practiced but in eretz then nagbah applies in khutzot as well. But if there's no Jews living in eretz well, and there's no Yovel in eretz well, then annah nokhot doesn't apply in khutzot as well. Okay. Let's go back to Tanan awesome. We learned in a Mishnah over there. Where is over there? Over there is in Maseches Orlah. Chadash aser That's by the way. The, 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 the This is the this is uh, that the, the, the Chadash applies is aser Torah. But chal everywhere. This day the Sam sofer uses this expression that new things that new things should be banned mina Torah. You got to be careful for new the, new things. Chadash means new thing. He makes on a broader statement. I mean, all new things that come into society. You know, you, you have to worry about technology, right? So therefore, that's the, that's the it's, it's an expression that's used. But anyway, the point is like this. So, but according to the Mishnah Inn in Orla, everywhere, That creates the problem that nowadays, the Chorah, how do we get away with, it, right? The Mishnah Brewer, he has to do like uh, gymnastics. He has to say, well, we're living here in Poland. We get all our wheat from Russia. By the time the wheat arrives from Russia, it's already past Pesach. And then, but that answer doesn't work today. That's, that's how the Mishnah Bura has to get out of the problem of why aren't we Machved on Chadash So anyway, so says like this. So therefore, Chadash Osemen Torah Bechol Mokum. So that's an Issa Torah, right. now, Orla is halacha, and we'll see what halacha, so Orla, Orla is the first three years, that's halacha, right? Now Rashi already said before what he thought halacha was, but it's based on this Gemara. Kilayim, that's the mixed seeds, that's Medivrei Sovrim, that's, Medivrei Sovrim, it's clearly the Rabbonin, right? Pasha, that means that. Now, but what does halacha mean? My halacha, so Amr of Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, Hilchase Medina. Now Hilchas Medina means it's the Minag of the land, it's like, it's like a Minag. It's a minag of the place. It's the halacha for that particular place. It's what a minag is. Minag is localized. Halacha, a drabonin is not localized. Drabonin is everywhere. Minag means it's localized. So therefore, he seems to be saying even that, 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 the, that outside of Eretz Yisrael, that we're Macbeth on, uh, on Orla, is just like a minigah Medina. It's halacha of the Medina. Ula Amar of Yochanan. He says, no, what are you talking about? Halacha means halacha misina." Now, this is like 180. A you hold Then it's like mamish, like a, a. It's a daraisa. It's like a daraisa. Like it is a daraisa. Just that it wasn't recorded in the Torah. It was If you hold that it's a hilchas of Medina, then what are you saying? That it's got no, it's got no shaykhis to a daraisa. It's like just like a minute of the place. It's not right? even considered daravanan. It might even be less on some levels. Might be less, might be more, but <coughs> not equal to. But no, it's not a daraisa. Now. We're going to learn this the way Rashi learns this. The difficulties with Rashi's Pshad over here points out, we're going to learn this like Rashi. Now, So, I can defend my opinion, that I hold that uh, Orla is not a a, a minhag. Orla has the severity of akin to a Doraisa because it's so, I the so I, that's why there's going to be a distinction between Safek Orla for Safek Kelaim. If you have a question, the question is, does the, the, this field have in it trees that are uh, three years or less or not? So we're going to see, we're going to be more stringent with Orla than we're going to be with Kelaim. It makes sense according to me, because Orla is Allah Moshe whereas Kelaim is only a Divrei Sofrim. But according to you, that hold Orla is a minhag. Why should a Suffolk Orla be more severe than a Suffolk of Kilim? Everyone here, what, what the, that's the gist of the question. Now how do we see that we're more stringent with a Suffolk Orla than a Suffolk Kilim? That's going to be the way Rashi learns this, tells are going to have some issues with it. But let's see it inside. The snan we learned it in the Mishnah. Suffolk Orla Ba'aretz. You have a situation of a Suffolk Orla Ba'aretz. The situation is like this. Is that uh, a, a, there's a field that has in it trees that have your three that are, are, are some are less three years or less and some are more than three years. And you know fruit has come from a particular field, but you are masupik which trees were they picked from? Alright? So it's therefore, so Safik it's it's a so deraisa lechumra What's gonna be the halacha? Oh sir, you're not allowed to use those fruit. Everybody with me, right? Now, the Surya, now, according to this opinion, Surya was land that was annexed by David HaMelech. It doesn't have the full status of Eret Yisroel. However, it was close enough to Eret Yisroel that people might be confused between what's going on in Surya and what's going on in Eret So we're more stringent than regular Chutzla arets, okay? The mutter. Now, in Surya, since it isn't actual Eret Yisroel proper, all right, so therefore... They said that if you have, uh, uh, if you take a look at the Rashi, Basuria he Aram Tzova, Aram is like literally around Syria today. Shekavash David im Yisrael, and he attached it, he annexed it to Israel. and the author of this holds that it wasn't and considered to be a legitimate conquest in terms of making it part of Eretz Israel. Problem. If therefore it has still the halach of it's a safek. Re- we're not going to be machmer on it like Eretz Israel proper, and therefore suffolk is mutter. All right? Now, let's keep going. Okay. Now, Now, okay. or it's proper, it means if you're past Syria, you're past Syria, so then, Yorid Veloke, Lokeach, you're actually allowed to purchase from such a field. You can or cannot? You can. You're allowed to be lenient purchase such a field. Bechutzla, Yorenolokit. Just, you're not allowed to see the guy pick it. What, what you're not we? allowed to see the great pickings. Even though you know it's coming from a field where there's a suffix, but they were lenient on the Orla in that, in that capacity. This is Orla. Edward. Orla, Absolutely. Orla, yeah. right. Now, that's the law. So basically it goes like this. In Eretz Yisrael, Osir in uh, Syria, in, in Murtzer, there you're not allowed to even inst- go to the field where, if, just, if it happens to be already picked, in Eretz Yis- in Osser, in you're allowed to go to the field that you know has... Suffolk, or in it, and you're, you're allowed to say, I want it, and, but you just don't allow to see him actually pick it from the. In, in, no. in Chutz in Aretz. Referring to Syria or everything? No, no, no. Chutz Haaretz is more Outside. than. It's, it's out of it Surya. Syria. Right. But right. When you say Surya is What? how is it mutter? That means one story you've been picked, but you can't go oh, okay. to the field now and tell the guy, go get yeah, it for me. Suffig. Suffered Now that I know is Right, right. Okay. No, that's where it's going to become a little difficult now. We're going to see. Now, Gabek Kiliyam. So, let's go to that's Orla. Now, Gabek Kiliyam, what does it say? Keramanatua Yerek. You have a, a vineyard that somebody planted vegetables inside the vineyard, which creates a problem of Kiliyam. kar So, you have this vineyard and you know that vegetables are planted in it, and then outside the field, the guy is selling vegetables. Now there's a good chance that where do those vegetables come from? In the field, right? But So in eretz Israel, you're not allowed to buy there, right? surya so mutter. Surya, again, you're allowed to do it. We're more makele. We're going to talk about why you can be mekal. But surya mutter. But chutz forget about buying the vegetables outside of the field. Chutz laaretz. This is way Rashi learns it. Yorid velocate. You can actually go and pick, right? you can get it picked for you you don't want those those aren't fresh go pick ones inside the field itself as long as you don't do the actual picking and it's the guy that picks it you can instruct him to pick it from the field where the vineyard is this is how Rashi learns you, says, that's not even a or that's not a suffolk calium. that you know that's, that, a- that, yeah, that's how it it's about but the problem is we see there's a much greater leniency on kalayim than or or the most be allowed is that you said you know you can send him to get from the field that you know has it we know for sure I and mean, you know how to see you're him here not only that you can you're, pick it no you to pick it yourself, you can, no, pick oh. it yourself you, but you can you can instruct him to get the vegetables from the field in which they're growing it's not even a suffix <coughs> now so now according to me I understand why we're more strict with Kilayim than with why are we well, strict with orla than Kilaim? because orla we said was halacha moshe and kilayim was only dibre Sovrim. but you said that hilchasah by orla meant that was hilchasah medina was only a It was only a minhag why should that be more strict, more strict than, than kilayim uh, that's the question. So, but according to you, the way the Mishnah in Orla should read, it, 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 at least it should be the same. It shouldn't be that Kelayim is less than Orla. So, either both cases, you can actually instruct the guy to go in and... Uh, I'm sorry. Either in both cases you can go and purchase without seeing the guy picking, or is Or in both cases you can go purchase and you can actually watch the guy pick it. But it should be the same. It shouldn't be a distinction between orla and kilayim if you hold that orla is only a minug, uh, a, a, a minag of the Medina. It's not a. It's a. a it's not a ha- l- ha- m- s- So Morde says like this: Is ha'amar le Shmuel the Rav Anan? Actually, when Shmuel taught Rav Anan to how to teach the Mishnah that we just quoted, Hitaka told him, make an amendment. T'ni ozev ozev They both should have the same leniency in Chutzoretz. Either in both cases you can purchase, then just don't watch it being picked, or in both cases you can actually send the guy in front of you to go and pick it. But don't have a discrepancy between the oral law and the kilayim. Whatever just finishes up, marbaraid ravno, Masnila He had also made it the same, but he's, he taught the Mishnah, and his yeshiva, with the leniency. What's the most lenient of all, is that you can actually instruct the guy to go do it in front of you, as long as you don't do it by hand. a loket, yorend, veloket, belyad, as long as you do it, don't do it by hand. Okay, John, we stop. So, what is the kalachil